In this episode, we'll explore how your self-decided autopilot identity impacts your manifesting outcomes. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Katie, and after many years as a struggling single mum, I transformed into a highly successful manifester with multiple businesses, better relationships, financial abundance, and way more peace, joy, and happiness in my life. Each week, I share the real secrets around how to manifest successfully, as well as the amazing and sometimes crazy lessons I've learned along the way, so that you can apply it all to your own manifesting, transforming your life from the inside out. This is That Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to another episode of That Manifesting Podcast. And today I've got a rather juicy subject for you and it's all about your identity, but more importantly, how your identity impacts your manifesting outcomes. So I don't really see a lot of stuff being taught about identity online. It always seems to be more focused on the what you want to do, how you're going to do it, rather than who you are as a person and whether you're actually in alignment with getting it. And knowing about your identity is a key part of, of manifesting. So so that we're singing from the same hymn sheet, I'm going to start with what identity actually means. So in general terms, identity is your sense of self. It's defined by your personality, your roles in life and your beliefs. So an example of of identity defined by personality, you could say, I'm stubborn. I'm always happy. I'm always negative. You know, that that's the sense of building your identity based on your personality. If you want to describe your identity in terms by your roles in life, then that could be, I'm a doctor, I'm a parent, I'm a husband, I'm a wife. Um, so you can start to, to to decide what your identity is based on your role in life. And then you can actually also start to describe your identity in terms of your beliefs. And those can be beliefs about the world around you, or it could be determined by beliefs about yourself. So you could say, um, I'm a conservative or I'm, I'm labor. You know, that's, that's your belief is that that's the right way to live your life. But then you could also turn it inward and you could say, I'm horrific at maths. Um, I'm a terrible cook or I'm a great writer. So it can be about what you're, what you believe to be true about yourself, which can then determine your identity. So when I started out in my manifesting journey, if you'd have asked me back then, what's your identity? I would have said, I'm a struggling, loving, hardworking single mum. So I've, I always felt like I was struggling. You know, if there was something to go wrong, I always felt that was going to happen to me. Um, Things would break in the house, uh, the car would break down, I'd do something wrong at work or if there was a crappy job that needed to be done at work, guaranteed I'd be picked to do it. So I always felt like everything was always a struggle. Um, I was very hardworking, you know, I, I worked my butt off in my nine, I had a nine to five job even right from, from my daughter being born. So I never knew anything but hard work. But I was always spinning that, spinning that wheel, trying to keep going like a little hamster, 
so I was always very hard working. Obviously, I was a single parent, so that goes without saying. But I was also very loving. So despite the challenges that that I had in life, I never lost my ability to love and and just really love deeply and love powerfully. So here's where it gets really interesting in terms of, of identity, particularly in my case. And what I discovered when I first started learning about identities and the importance of them in manifesting from my mentors, I discovered that my identity was a direct result of my childhood experiences. So my mum, if I were to describe her, was also a struggling, loving, hardworking, single mum. And that, to me, just blew my mind. You know, my mum um, was a single parent and she, she hadn't been to university or anything. So she did a lot of part-time jobs. I think at one point she had like four or five part-time jobs, cleaning jobs, bar jobs, all of these different jobs. She worked so bloody hard, but obviously the the wage for that wasn't great. So she was so hard working, but she also struggled. I remember sitting and and watching my mum with with her checkbook, working out how to pay all these different bills that were coming in. And she was, but again, with her, the same as it came out in me, she had the, the most immense capacity to love and she loved fiercely and deeply and she would go to war for anyone in her family. And that was what I found really, really interesting because when I found myself in the position of being a single parent, uh, when my daughter was two, my autopilot subconscious mind immediately looked for the identity that I needed to default to because this was a whole new life situation. And of course, it went to the example that I knew, and that was my mum. So automatically, without me even realising, I kind of set myself up for that identity because that was what my subconscious could relate to being a single parent. It was like, okay, this is the example that we know. So this is the example that we're going to live to. So I immediately adopted that identity. And I think when I look back and I, I think about it, in more detail, you do see this a lot in other people's lives. You know, kids follow their parents' career paths or they have the same beliefs about the world. And that's what happens when we allow our autopilot mind to come up with our identity. So once you know your identity, how does that actually impact your manifesting? Well, Manifesting comes from our subconscious unconscious mind and that is the part of us, as we know, that's on autopilot. So as a struggling, loving, hardworking, single mum, what would that present in my manifesting? Well, it's going to present more struggling. It's going to present more opportunities to be hardworking, more opportunities to be single, but also more opportunities to love. And, you know, that was definitely reflected in my amazing relationship with my daughter. And that's the crazy thing. You know, all of those elements of that identity that I'd subconsciously taken from my mum and then led out in my own life, the love was still the thing that was the most powerful thing in my life, even when things were, quite frankly, crap. (laughs) Um, So 
no matter how positive you feel about what you want to manifest, if your default identity is working against what you want, then you'll never get it. And that is exactly what what happened to me. You know, I stayed single for over 10 years. And in actual fact, I'm still single now because there's some elements of that identity that I haven't shifted yet. I always had to work incredibly hard. You know, I would go for promotions and I'd be looked over for them, even though I knew I was working so hard. I always had a new struggle to contend with in my personal life. But like I said, the really interesting part was because I had that loving part of my self-determined identity, that part of my life flourished when it came to my family and my daughter. I've never been in these terrible situations you hear with family rifts and never had any of that with with my closest family. Um, I don't have a relationship with my dad, but I wouldn't say that was a rift. It was just something that happened. Um but with my closest family, we've never had rifts. We've always been incredibly close. And that's because the most powerful and positive part of my identity was that love side. So if you want to manifest the things that you really want, it's about making sure that our identity is in alignment with what we want. So inside my Create Academy, I, I go through this in great detail, but it is without doubt one of the most transformative sets of exercises that we do and the impact on manifesting outcomes can then be incredibly fast. And the process of of transforming your identity is one that needs a lot of self-reflection and honesty. And like I said, it's one that's still a work in progress, even for me, because I still haven't got a relationship yet. So I know there's some aspects of my identity, the beliefs in my identity that mean that I'm holding back and I'm not letting that go. And I think your self-identity, the one that, that you decide for yourself, is always going to be a work in progress because things change in your life. Things move on and you have to evolve as a person to keep moving forward. So, yeah, you have to go really deep and it's it's something that can be quite intimidating for people. Uh, there is loads more detail that I could go through on on identity more so the, the, than for this podcast, but I'm just one really wanted to pick some key parts out for you. Um, so yeah, now once I'd gone through that identity process, everything changed. And I mean, everything changed. As soon as I knew what I decided for myself and then started to change it, everything changed. I went from being a hardworking employee to being brave and, and setting up my own business. And his, I, I didn't know whether to share this or not because I feel like people are going to be thinking, I'm, I don't know, going mad or something. But my identity became a smurf. And that's going to sound really funny, but before you imagine me with a white hat and bright blue skin, let me explain. So what I had to do when I decided I want to shift my identity away from being that struggling, hardworking, single mum, I had to work out what the identity of a successful business owner was. So what I did was I, I studied and analysed the most successful people that I could look up to that I recognised in the media 
and ide- identified what they did and how they did it and what were the what were the traits of their identity that made them successful so when i rearranged the first letters of each of those words it actually came out as an acronym which was a smurf so what i'm going to do i'll just share with you what it is so the a become uh, abundant the s became self disciplined the m became motivated the u became unapologetically me the r was responsible and the f was fearless and free so those things were really important to me because abundant i had to have that abundant mentality that what i wanted could be achieved i had to be self disciplined because if i was going to build a, a successful business i was responsible for making sure that that was happening and actually spending my days working rather than just sitting on my backside watching netflix um i had to be motivated because building a business is bloody hard so i needed to have that motivation to keep going and keep doing it i had to be unapologetically me and this was a key identity that i saw in so many successful business owners was that they never shied away from who they were as people and it was it was that that made them really successful i had to be responsible i couldn't blame results in the business any failures that i had on anybody else i had to take responsibility and the fearless and free that was a key thing for me because it was easy it would have been easy for me to hide away and and not build the business and i had to feel free to act so that was how i knew that my identity had to be a smart and actually what i did was i actually then bought a little smart figurine and this smurf sits on my desk even now because every time i have a moment of self doubt or i question whether i'm in alignment with my smurf identity i look at the smurf and i remind myself of all those different character traits i have it on my phone everywhere is is the the belief that i'm a smurf <laughs> it still makes me laugh to think of it and it's fun you know it's easier than trying to say to someone oh my identity i'm abundant i'm self disciplined no i just tell people i'm a smurf and it creates a great conversation starter because i like uh, okay tell me more about that so that's what i did to identify what i needed to become to help my manifesting be more successful um and i've i've kind of simplified it but it wasn't that easy i I had to do a lot of pre-work because what I had to do is I also had to understand what my core identity was. Obviously I've explained I discovered it was hard working, struggling, loving, single parent, but getting to that point was not easy. There was a lot of self-reflection, a lot of exercises I had to go through to really work out what was my identity, what was my starting point, and what was just kind of noise in my life. So once I'd done that, There were then elements that I had to do some block removal work to actually shift those for good because you can't just decide, "Hey, I'm a smurf now." Um there are things that you have to be able to strip away and deal with. So my create process really took me through every single aspect of that and it's it's what I do with my students now. So yeah, that that's how I became a smurf. <laughs> um so yeah, the, it's the emerging 
as the new identity that is the, the easier said than done. It's the tricky part because when you've lived with an identity for so many years, it's your default position. And it's very easy to revert back to that. I found very early on in my life as a Smurf <laughs> that if things got tough, I would revert back to my old identity of struggling, hardworking. And I'm saying hardworking like it's a bad thing. It's not. I mean, in the sense of hamster spinning, um, hardworking. But yeah, that, that's the interesting thing about identities. If things get challenging and they support your vision of your old identity you can quite quick quickly hop back there so there there were a certain set of steps that I had to take to embed a new identity for good and I love helping people with that today because it's great fun I, I love challenging people who work with me and and just questioning if their actions that they're taking are in line with their desired identity. And it's just magical when you get to see people shift their identity and have those breakthrough moments and, and really spot what needs to change. And then, of course, I can help them change it. So there's a whole lot of work that, that needs to happen. And I really just wanted in this episode to put it on your radar because identity as I said at the start isn't something that's really talked about a lot and it is something that was critical in my success as a manifester so I really just thought let's have a quick chat about this just so that you know that it's something to to think about and something to work on and I don't know maybe you want to become a, a Mickey Mouse or a, a Goofy um, the Smurf is taken that one's mine so <laughs> But if you did like hearing about identities and, and you'd like me to go into more detail in any other aspect of it, then let me know. You know, I, I don't want to bamboozle you with too much in one go. So I have kept it really high level. But this podcast is is for you. It's for you who's listening and it's to help you in your manifesting. So do get in touch with with any of your future episode requests and, and I'd love to cover them. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe and leave a review because it really does help me to reach more people. I've left some links in the show notes so you can connect with me or you can grab one of my manifesting resources. Until next week, sending you lots of love, light and manifesting vibes.